0: Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. So, I'm going to be preaching this afternoon on a a thought that I've been having for a little while called Work the New. Um, And so We closed out last year talking about how we're in a new season. We've sort of still touched on it. Um, And over the last couple of years, we've seen some really amazing things happen. We've seen some really brutal things happen that we've had to sort of suffer through and persevere through. One might say we're still persevering. Um, And it's important to acknowledge that that happened. but as a church, we've really pivoted into this amazing new season. We've, we've seen great connection in our church through Church at Home, which I believe starts back next week. Yep. And it's been really great to actually be in people's homes and have intimate connection with each other. We're in a new building. And personally, I love not having to walk 20 minutes to cross the other side of the room. Um, I know, Right. <laughs> anyone who's ever set up in that church is like oh my gosh, thank you um, and now that we're in the new because we talked about going to the new now we're here I want to share with you some thoughts that help us understand how to live our best life and the life that God has called us to in this season um, so Kieran and I went last night to see the new Spider-Man um, well it's not, the, the last one, the one that's still in cinemas yeah for the first time We're a little bit bit behind. Um, But Spider-Man has that famous saying, with great power comes great responsibility. And I believe that that same phrase applies to us in the kingdom because we have the greatest power that lives on the inside of us. And because of that, we have a responsibility to build the kingdom and share that with the people in our lives. And even the people who aren't in your lives. Let's not limit it. And so the first... Main thought that I want to talk to you about is that new is not just something that happens to you, but through you. So, through the Bible, there is story after story of God telling us this major truth that He wants to partner with us. That there's never, a, I have never read a story in the Bible where God has said, I'm going to do this all by myself. I don't need you. Thanks for playing, but no. Um, and it really tells me, and I've always believed this, that the Christian life has never been a spectator sport that we don't get to sit on the, on the spiritual couch and watch God do all the work. I love, as I, you may know, I like to watch sport. And when I watched the hockey Olympic final for the men's, it was the most nail-biting game I think I've ever seen. Um, it's so I don't know if you know about hockey, but it came down to a penalty shootout, and it was literally like six all. And so you have to get to seven, it's first to get to seven wins, so it's six all. And I don't think I've ever yelled at the television that much while I think about that, I think about how much I just, I'm excited to be watching the game, but how much I want to play the game, how much I want to actually be there in the moment. And so when I think about that in terms of how I live my faith and live my life with people, that's the sort of heartbeat that I want to have. I don't just want to be off in the corner watching, I want to be a part of it. God's called me to be a part of this family, to get in on the action. And when we get in on the action, we see things change for not just ourselves, but for our community. So God, he wants to partner with us. And when we think about and we spend actual time thinking about his holiness and his majesty and all of the God things about him, then I think it becomes that much easier to kind of surrender yourself to this. I want to be a part of that because if he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and he can do anything, why would I want to be anywhere else? Um, Zeke, if you can throw up Ephesians 2 for me. I know that we've never been called to live this spectator life and Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified puts it this way. For we are his workmanship, his own master work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed and ready to be used for good works which God has prepared for us beforehand, taking the path which he has set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he has prearranged and made ready for us. I don't know what exactly what that looks like for you, but ready to be used sounds exactly what it sounds like. Ready to be used that I don't sit on the shelf and hope and wait, or I'm not just there to sit there and look pretty. And maybe now for you is the time to remember the calling that the Holy Spirit put on your life. I want all of you to close your eyes for just a second. And I want you to remember the moment that you got saved, the moment you made a decision for Christ. Really go back there. Think about what it smelt like, What it felt like? Was it muggy? Was it cold? Was it in a room full of lots of people? Was it, was no one there? Was it just you and Jesus? And as you sit in that memory, I want you to think about your life now and ask yourself, is this your life now, what you thought your life would look like when you became a Christian? Is this all there is for us? You guys can open your eyes. I think about the moment I got saved a lot and I think about how on fire I was and how much I, I just wanted to go and tell people about Jesus. And... You know, it was new and exciting and it, you know, I wanted to go to war. I was ready. And then, you know, life happened and suddenly, you know, I wasn't so like, I still loved Jesus, but, you know, the intensity kind of died down. And I'm not saying you have to be intense all the time, because actually that's kind of creepy. But actually God, in this new thing, God has called us to be a part of this new thing. And just as he is the still small voice, we can operate in the still small moments. Maybe that looks, I mean, that will look different for everybody. Maybe it's, you know, just saying hi to your neighbour or serving in church. Controversial, I know. Um, Maybe it's taking the time to pray with someone at work or not backing down at work to keep the peace. I do that so much. I work with, in the aged care sector, as most of you know, and I meet some feisty old people. And I don't want to take them. I like having a job. And so, you know, maybe it's the still small moments where you just hold your ground. Or you... Yeah. I know God will tell you exactly what that is for you if you don't already know. Your life may not have turned out exactly as you imagined, but what I can tell you is that even still, God still wants to partner with you. He's not phased by anything. You know, the bad stuff, the good stuff, he just says, okay, cool, come with me, follow me. And when we start to apply this idea that new happens through us, we start to find that our lives change and reflect God for who he is and we, ref- we start to live lives that reflect that we are disciples of Christ, not just followers who show up on Sundays. And when we let the new work through us, it transforms us. Uh, in Luke 5, it's very you probably know it, it's the um, passage about wineskins, so I'm going to read that for you as soon as I find it. It says... He told them this parable: No one tears out a piece of new garment to patch an old one, otherwise they will have torn the new garment and the t- wait. Hold on. Otherwise, they will have torn out the new garment, and the patch from the new one will not match the old. And no one pours out new wine skin into old wine skins, otherwise the new wine skins will burst, and the wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No one no there. No new wine must be poured into the new wine skins. And no one after saying, sorry, I'm going to learn to read. And no one after drinking old wine wants for the new, for they say the old is better. Jesus is clear here. You can't fit his new life into the old way of doing things. Jesus reminds us that what is what decides to be old and stagnant and chooses to stay that way, Cannot be renewed or reformed, so he will go and look somewhere else. I don't know what your ancient knowledge is like, but wine skins are made out of animal hide, so they have a certain amount of give and stretch in them, um, and so there's space for them to stretch and acclimatise as gases and all the the wine happenings can happen in the new wine skin. But an old wine skin is hard and rough, and it you know it's already done everything. Um, so if you pour it in, pour new iron skin, the gases will actually make it expand and burst. Um, with God pouring out a new season, our mindset has to shift for allow of it to that pouring out. Our minds cannot decide to stay on the old thing because that's what we've always done. Just because that's how we do things is not a reason. It's in the deliberate action that we start to see change. The seemingly small moments where we grow. It is terrifying to talk to new people. When, we, when Kieran and I did Alpha at our house, it was petrifying to put letters in people's, I didn't even talk to anyone. I just put letters in their mailbox to say, hey, come to our house for dinner. We're gonna talk about Jesus. And it ended up being one of the best things because we got to have some really great conversations with people in our building. We got to meet people in our building. Um, and also we got someone who was formerly disconnected from church and from Jesus to come back to Jesus and that's ultimately what it's all about, right? And the other thing too is in this space, there's space for us to grow in this new wineskin is that it doesn't have to be perfect all the time. You know, it's new, there's room to stretch and grow and try things. And we have to be okay with that, because some of the things that God will call you to are not gonna be like what everyone else does. And that's the whole reason he's asking you to do it. There's, you know, I think it's a saying about insanity, where if if you do the same thing over and over again and expect to get the same result, that's insanity. And one of my favourite sort of leadership people to listen to will often say, to reach people no one is reaching, you have to do things that no one is doing. At the end of Luke 5, it says, And no one, after drinking old wine, wishes for new, for he says the old is fine. Just because it worked then doesn't mean it will work now. Have you ever eaten old bread or old fruit? I mean, hopefully no. Hopefully you all are smart and use your brains. But sometimes I love tomatoes like nothing else. And I can always tell when the tomato is old because it's flavor like flowery and it loses all its taste and it's a bit ugh, yucky. Um, but if you give me a fresh tomato, I will pick the fresh tomato every day. All day, every day. Spiritually, it's the same idea. Old bread, old food, it doesn't taste right. And if it's mouldy, it makes you sick. And if it's stale and dried out, it breaks and it's... It's just not enjoyable, right? With a new fresh wind, we can see our community shift and change. We can see our relationships change. We can see how loving... Bit will. We can see how being a disciple of Christ isn't just good for us, but it's good for them. You know, we've been through a season where people need hope, they need love, they need reassurance. I mean, Jess, I'm sure you've seen hundreds of new mothers that are scared out of their minds and they need hope right there are people like that everywhere and just because they put on a brave face and say yep everything's fine we've just got to get through it doesn't mean that their heart feels the same we as disciples of Christ are called to bring that love and that hope and that peace the miracles and the signs and wonders in a new way to people we can be a part of making a way for God to do what only he can do wouldn't it be great if the conversation changed from oh the church is irrelevant no one cares or you know the church is is full of bad people who just want your money to the church is where I got healed the church is where I found life I would love for the conversation to be they didn't just want to get from me they gave to me In this new season, I'm not comfortable just doing things the way that we've always done them because that's how we've always done them. That's not, doesn't sit right in my spirit. I want to wait on God because he has called me higher and he's called all of us higher. Um, can I have the band come back up? So in this new year, what has God called you to do? What's that thing that we are going to do differently this year? Right now, I want us all to commit afresh to the calling that each of us have in Christ. Let us commit to being actual disciples of Jesus, made ready to be used for His church. Because in this new season, the old isn't fine anymore. Let's see the transformation of simple, deliberate action. Let's be a part of the new, not just happening to us, but working through us for other people. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.